This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hello and welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips. I'm Sam Ferris here with Martin Gabor. G'day, Gabs. Hello, Sam. How are you? Tip top, never better. Can't believe we're back here for another week talking a bit of footy tipping uh, because we are on Don't Forget Your Tips, the weekly podcast for you, the footy fan that's trying to get that extra edge in your footy tipping comp. Today, we're looking at round 21 of the AFL season as we do at the start of every episode. We look back at the week before uh, Gab's 7 out of 9 again for the squid. He's so close to getting that perfect 9, but just a couple of upsets has cost him again. These two pretty tough ones. The Blues getting up and then the Tigers come back 42 points down, come back to beat the Lions at the MCG. Unheard of. Battle of the Big Cats. The Tigers won. Yeah, look, I think the Squid has learned a very valuable lesson. Do not go against history and (laughs) never, ever tip the Lions at the MCG. All the numbers said the Tigers would win that, but, you know, when you're up by seven goals in the second quarter, you get pretty confident that you're going to nail that tip. He switched off for a bit to watch the NRL, turned back on, and no good. No good, but seven from nine, still not bad, but not quite that perfect round. If you get seven out of nine, you're going to win most tipping comps. So that's you'd average. Think. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, we've got nine games this week and another chance for the squid to get a perfect round. Um, let's see if you can do it. Let's get into it. Round 21 kicks off on Friday night. It's the Demons against the Magpies. This is a huge match at the MCG. First bounce is at 10 to 8. Uh, the Demons back in the winner's circle, Gabs, and uh, still chasing that minor premiership. First bounce, it's second v third. I've got nothing for fourth, but this is going to be a blockbuster. I cannot (laughs) wait for this one. The Demons, they are coming off that big win you mentioned in the West. Bailey Fridge, Kazai Pickett, both kicked three goals in the win over Fremantle. And the good news continues because that forward line could get Ben Brown back this week, while James Harms is a big chance to return in defence. But, Fez, they have lost six of their past seven against Collingwood, including that game on the Queen's birthday earlier in the season. And they've received the fewest free kicks, so the umpire's not showing them any love. Now, on to the Magpies. Sound like a broken record here. They have won 10 straight. Their past five have all been by single digits, and they've scored exactly 88 points in three of those games. I don't know what's going on. They're all really tight, and they just keep finding ways to win. Hats off to them. Taylor Adams, though, he's going to miss the rest of the regular season with a groin injury. And the Pies, they've considered the second most points of the top eight teams, something they will definitely have to work on before the finals. This could be match of the round, Gabs. Uh, I'll be tuning in. I know you will be. Uh, I think the squid will be. And who's he going to take? Uh, can he take the draw? No. All right. He's <laughs> going to back the demons by two. Let's move to Saturday now. Five games on Saturday. The first is the Hawks against the Suns at 1.45 p.m. This one's down in Tasmania at the University of Tasmania Stadium. Uh, let's go with the Hawks, Gabs. All right, now we're talking about university, so study this and try to explain it to me. We talk about consistency. The Hawks in their past three games have conceded 75, 75, 77, and I think there's a 72 thrown in there just before as well, so they are certainly a model of consistency. Now, they 
did lose to St Kilda last week, but they did kick eight out of the final 10 goals. So they did just fell short of a big comeback there. They have won three of their past four at the Uni of Tasmania Stadium, so they don't mind playing down there. But they are going to have to do it without equal leading goal kicker, Mitch Lewis. He's picked up a knee injury, so he's going to miss Saturday's game. They have also lost their past two against the Suns, and that's not good news because Tuke Miller of the Gold Coast he is in scintillating form, Fez. He has gone to the top of the AFL Coaches Association Champion Player of the Year Award. Last week, get this, he had 31 disposals, 10 tackles, and a league-high 16 clearances in the win over West Coast. So he is just about the best player in the competition now, according to these figures. But the Suns lead the league in turnovers, and they've had the fewest uncontested possessions all year. We've got a soft spot for the Suns on mm-hmm. Don't Forget Tips. Uh, does a squid? He certainly does. He loves the two. He's backed them to win. <laughs> At Giants Stadium from 10 past two on Saturday, it's the Giants against the Bombers. Uh, Gabs, let's start with the City team. <laughs> yeah, not a great week for the Giants. They've now lost four in a row, and they're coming off that 73-point thumping in the Sydney Derby that had their interim coach questioning the effort of some of his players. That's never a good sign for the Giants. who've had the fifth most turnovers and are ranked 14th in contested possessions this season. But there is a glimmer of hope here. They have won three in a row against Essendon. Now, speaking of the Bombers, they're on a bit of a run here. They have won four of their past five, and they're coming off a big win over North Melbourne. Jake Stringer, he was the star last week. He kicked a season-high five goals for the Bombers, who have now taken the second most marks this year. But the Bombers do not like playing at Giant Stadium. They have lost four of their past five at the venue. Feels like a Bombers win, does the squid agree? Bang. Yes, he's tipped Essendon. I'm having a look at the next three games on Saturday. First up, it's the Bulldogs against the Dockers. This one's at Marvel Stadium. This is pretty much a must-win game for the Dogs if they want to make the top eight this year. The Dogs have won their last three against the Dockers and their last three at Marvel Stadium. But they've got a few injuries this week. Marcus Bontempelli is the biggest worry. He suffered a cork, which is our least favorite injury on this show. But he should be right to play. Adam Trelaw is still pushing for a comeback from a calf injury. As for the Dockers, one more win and they'll play at finals this season for the first time since 2015. The Dockers scored just 39 points last week against the Demons, which wasn't their lowest score of the season. That was 33 against the Suns in the wet back in May. The team is pretty healthy aside from Nat Fife and there's lots to play for given David Mundy announced he will retire at the end of the season. Uh, all that being said though, Gabs, dogs or Dockers for the squid? Yeah, the dogs, they're hungry, and I've seen a hungry dog. You've got to feed them. The squid's <laughs> back in the dogs. The next game should be a cracker down at GMHBA Stadium. It's the Cats against the Saints. First bounce, 7.25 p.m. The Cats have won 10 in a row and control their own destiny when it comes to the minor premiership. But the last team to beat them was the Saints by 10 points back in round nine. Uh, They could get back Sam Menengola and Zach Tui this week, but Gary Rowan is out with concussion. They also love playing at home. They've won their last five in Geelong. For the Saints, they are just holding on to eighth spot right now. So this is a big game, not only for the result, but for the percentages, which could play a big part in the finals. 
Dougal Howard looks like he'll return. So that's a big plus for their defense. If you're after a reason not to tip the Saints, though, they've lost their last 10 matches at GMHPA Stadium. Is that enough to sway the squid, Gabs? Uh, That is a big one, isn't it? He's tipping the Cats. And the last game on Saturday is at the Adelaide Oval. It's the Power Against the Tigers from 7.40pm. Remember all these times restraint, Eastern Standard Time. The Power's finals hopes are over. I think they can still mathematically make it, but once you hear mathematically, it's pretty much over. (laughs) They've won six of their past seven at home and two of their last three over the Tigers at the Adelaide Oval, and they should get back Dan Houston and Riley Bonner. The Tigers, they are still very much alive this season with that epic comeback against the Lions last weekend, but it did come at a cost. Dylan Grimes could miss the rest of the season with a hamstring issue. This is just their fourth Saturday night game this season. The Tigers, Mm. they're two and and one, and the owner loss was against the D's in round six. Uh, Tigers to keep knocking on the door of the top eight or the power with a constellation win, Gabs. Yeah, I think I pretty much zoned out even at high school when I heard the word math. So the Tigers <laughs> for the squid. Three games left in round 21. Let's go to Marvel Stadium for the Kangaroos against the Swans on Sunday. Yeah, let's start with the Kangaroos here. Bit of good news for them. Ben Cunnington, he should be back this week after a calf strain and a bout of COVID kept him out for a few weeks. And and the good news continues because Cam Zerha, he's been in great form this season and absolutely loves playing at Marvel. He's actually kicked 10 goals in his past two games at the venue, but... The news isn't all great for the Kangaroos. They've kicked the fewest goals this year and have had the second fewest inside 50s. So you can see why their points tally isn't as high as the other teams. That includes the Swans. They are in the top four and they've won five in a row against the Kangaroos. But a bit of a weird one here. The biggest margin in that stretch has been just 14 points. So no blowouts between these two teams recently. Lance Franklin will be hoping for a blowout, though. He has kicked 67 goals in his 21 games against North, so it's an average of just over three. But the Swans have a pretty poor record at Marvel Stadium, losing both of their games there this year. I've always enjoyed this match visually. Red versus blue is really <laughs> easy to, to distinguish the teams. Um, who's the squid tipping for this one? A lot of red, I think. He's back in Sydney. <laughs> Let's go to the Gabba now for the Lions against the Blues from 3.20. The Lions still licking their wounds, Gabs, after that loss last week. Yeah, they certainly are because that MCG hoodoo has been extended after they blew that 42-point lead. And not just a blow mentally, but also a blow to their ladder position. It means they've dropped out of the top four. And it kind of makes sense because they do have the worst defense of the top eight teams. But... Push the MCG to the side. They return to the Gabba this week where they have won eight from nine. And they've also won five of their past six against the Blues, who may be feeling the Blues after that shock loss to Adelaide last week, which really hurts their finals hopes. They are still in the top eight, but they have a horror draw and they do still need to win at least one more game. Matt Kennedy, Nick Newman and Corey Durden, they're all out of this one because of injury and it's bad timing because they have lost eight of their past nine at the Gabba. Now, Patrick Cripps and Sam Walsh, they were outstanding against Adelaide last week. They both had 40 touches, while Charlie Curnow, he is still the leading goal kicker in the league. He is, and the Lions have been a force at home this season. Uh, So is the squid going to take him? 
Can't tip against them at the Gabba. And the final game of round 21 is the Eagles against the Crows at Optus Stadium. This one from 10 past four Australian Eastern Standard Time. And it's a farewell match, Gabs. Yeah, big news during the week, Fez. Josh Kennedy's actually announced he's going to retire, not at the end of the season, but after this game on Sunday. He'll go down as the club's leading goal kicker. He's also 24th overall in AFL-VFL history with 715 majors. Now, the Eagles, they did lose to Adelaide earlier in the year, but they did beat them five times in a row before that. They are bottom three for contested marks and marks inside 50, and West Coast have also conceded the most points. Now, let's go to Adelaide where Brody Smith, he led the league last week in intercepts and metres gained, while Ben Keyes had a great game defensively, but also kicked a career-high three goals in that win over Carlton. Now, the Crows, they have lost all three of their games at Optus Stadium, so they do not enjoy the trip west. No, they don't, but big game for the Eagles. Josh Kennedy's farewell. This is good. A bit sentimental. He's going to take the Eagles in this one. He, yes, he is, and he thinks JK will kick five goals and move up two places in the overall <laughs> standings. All right, that is round 21 of the AFL season done. Uh, before we let you go, Gabs, give us the squids tips one last time, please. Okay, jot these ones down. He has gone Demons, Suns, Bombers, Bulldogs, Cats, Tigers, Swans, Lions, and the Eagles. Sounds like a perfect nine out of nine to me. That is the AFL done. Uh, If you're an NRL fan, check out our Round 21 episode. That's out now in your favorite podcast app and the League Live app. Also, remember, we have a weekday sports news podcast called Sport Today. It covers the big news, quirky stories. We throw in a bit of trivia as well. It's all done in under 10 minutes and ready by 6.30 a.m. Monday to Friday. Check it out. Good luck this round. And remember, don't forget your tips. (laughs) 